fellow ink drinkers, and welcome back to the Blind Girls Book Talk podcast. My name is Aria. And I'm Belle. And we are two sisters who love reading and love books. And so what we've done is we've created this show in order to talk about the things that we love about books, the things we wish we could change, all of that kind of stuff. This show is a variety show and we cover a wide array of bookish content. And that can range from bad retellings of stories to book to movie adaptation comparisons to recent read talks to buddy read talks to book theories to author talks. Really, the list goes on and on. And today what we're actually going to be talking about is how we annotate books. Now, we're talking about this because honestly, I never used to be a person who really annotated much, and I still don't annotate too, too much, but I have started doing it a little bit more often than I have in the past. And so we just wanted to talk about how we do it. I know everybody has kind of their own way to do it, but maybe if you're kind of new to annotating or you want to know, you know, how some other people do it, we figured we'd talk about it. So, Belle, do you want to start by how you go through and do all of your annotations? Because you are like an annotation queen. Well, okay. So the only reason I annotate, well, I had to do it in 10th grade. My English teacher just forced us to annotate our books. Mm -hmm. So I just got used to doing that, I guess. Yeah, because I know that I think it was one of my AP English courses that they tried to get us to do annotations and I just never really did. I was graded on it. So yeah, I did. Yeah, I think we had to do some things, but it was one of those things where I kind of did it and then I was like, okay, whatever. And then I just let it fall to the wayside for my, you know, normal fun reading. Well, I did it and I liked it, but like I never really did did it to my books like your for like fun to, books to my personal collection of books uh-huh. probably not until like college okay and is there a reason for that or? well because so i'd find things in the books like i'd like certain quotes or i'd like certain scenes and then i'd like after i'd finished the book i'd want to go back and i'd want to like look at the quote or i'd want to go back to that specific scene to just read that scene so I started annotating for that purpose okay. to be able to easily find like the quotes that I liked from the book or the specific scene, that type of thing. Gotcha. Okay. That's I mean, and that's a good reason to start annotating or anything that's absolutely stands out to me. I'll sometimes annotate if it raises enough awareness in my brain. Right. And that makes sense. So how do you go about doing it? What do you like to do? What makes sense to you? So if it's a quote, I'll do just like a regular sticky note on the side of the page, like where the quote is. Like the flags? Yeah. Okay. I'll do a sticky flag like on the side and like mark it kind of where the quote is that I like. If it's a scene, I'll mark it at the bottom of the book. Okay. And then if it's something that stands out, I'll mark where it stands out with another flag. I'll just use a really different color to stand out or like use a different type of sticky flag. Okay. 
So it stands out compared to the others. So you use different types then? Well, yes, but I own different types. Gotcha. And it's not like that's a requirement when you do this. No, it's not. It's I can't color code. I'm in college. I have an obsession with sticky notes and post-its and sticky flags. You really do, though. Yeah, it's bad. You really do. Yeah. I mean, I use them all because I do that to my course books, too. Like, my my poor (laughs) course books. Yeah. They're just sticky noted to high heaven. Yeah. And, I mean, honestly, that I feel like is kind of standard, except most people use different colors for different things. Yeah, that's what most people do, and I just... I can't see the color. Yeah, when you're colorblind, that really doesn't work out well for us. So I do like you're putting it at different parts, like in different parts of the book. I think that that's a really good idea or a nice way to do it. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, me, on the other hand, (laughs) in the rare occasions where I do use flags, anything that I find interesting, I just put the flag right beside the stuff that normally means every other page is flagged yeah if you look at my copy of night circus there are so so many flags she's gone through like reams of flags in one book yeah and it's bad yeah especially if it's a book that i really love like love hypothesis is flagged to high heaven Night Circus is flagged to high heaven. There's a couple others that are kind of flagged, but I don't know. Sometimes I like I've been trying to cut back and then I can't find my next ream of flags. I've I put it in a bag and I don't know what bag I put it in. So I haven't been flagging a lot recently. And I mean, I have been using Kindle a lot recently, too. So it's not like you can flag those. You can highlight things. And in the beginning, I did highlight some stuff, but I don't know. Like, I just, I got kind of weirded out in a way by that. I don't know why. It just, I just didn't like doing that. So because I was kind of new to annotating and then I went to the Kindle and then stopped doing that, you know, I have kind of gotten away from annotating, unfortunately, which I need to get back into it. But like I said, it's it's rough. It's it's a difficult process. I mean, if you're not accustomed to doing it, then yeah. But if you're accustomed to doing it, then it's really not. Yeah, I think you have to get in that mindset. Do you have any tips for people to kind of get into how to get into that mindset of start with something small, like that you know you would like to go back to, like whether or not it's specific scenes or something like that, start by marking that. And then, you know, the more you read, the more you're going to know what you want to go back to. Mm -hmm. So then you'll know more specifically what to mark. That makes sense. Now, I know there are some people that actually write in their books. Where do you stand on that? I wish I was that brave. I am not brave I've asked my mom, I'm like, can I write my books? And she's like, they're your books. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. And I don't know why I'm just so afraid to write in them. Yeah. I write in my textbooks all the flipping time. Like, my textbooks have so many handwritten notes through them, so many highlights, pen marks, like, diagrams, all of that. But when it comes to my personal books, like, I'd love to be able to write my own notes, like, in the margins, 
But mm-hmm. I'm just so scared to for some reason. Yeah, I definitely am not one. I, I couldn't even write in a textbook, to be honest with you. Like, I am not the person who writes in books. So for those people who can, like, please tell us your secrets because... Yeah, I want to be like you. Because, like, I just, I can't, like, it took forever for me to be okay with the sticky flags. And that's not even, like, they don't harm the book in any way. Like, they're just sticky flags. So, yeah. (laughs) Like, it just, it took a long time. I'll try to get into that. Maybe I'll use, like, one of my million copies of Stalking Jack Thurper. I'll reread and start marking. See if I like it. Take your shabbiest of copies. Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's the way to do it is just kind of start with like older books that you've read a lot that are well loved, you know, that you probably have several copies of because you're obsessed with the book and you need all the pretty covers. (laughs) Exactly. You just start with one and then you just See how it goes. If I like it, I may continue. If I don't and feel like I am doing horribly wrong, then I won't do it anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. What's the biggest struggle you face when annotating? The biggest struggle? Yeah. Well, I mean, other than, like, it really is feast or famine for me. (laughs) Like, either I want to annotate absolutely everything and mark absolutely everything, or I don't want to mark a single thing like like really if you look at the copies that i have put my sticky flags in like you really have a tale of two different types of books the books where there is a literal crap ton or the books where there's like 10 <laughs> like there is no in between like there it's either feast or famine that's it what are yours then See, I'll sit there and I'm like, no, I'm marking too much. And then I'll look, no, I'm not marking enough. I feel like I should be marking more. Wait a minute, I'm marking too much. Well, see, and like my thing is, is I don't think I've grasped the concept of marking too much. (laughs) Like if it's something that I like. I'm going to mark it. And it doesn't matter, like, especially in Love Hypothesis, because that was the first book that I ever really started using the sticky flags. And legit, I would have like a paragraph at the top of the page and then I would go down. And then at the bottom of the page, there was a funny line. So I put another one down there. And so then the book just became completely filled with sticky flags because, I mean, again, it's one of my favorite books, new favorite books. So like, it's something that you're going to mark a lot as opposed to just, you know, marking little baby bits here and there kind of thing. I get that. I get that. Well, then, OK, how much is too much then if there is a too using much? a whole ream of sticky notes? <laughs> I don't think that's too much. I think if you use two whole no, 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 no. If you use a whole ream and have to start another, that's bad. That's too much. What is your research on this? It's too much. Do you see that book in front of you? I'm looking at my copy of Night Circus. It has way too many sticky notes. Compared to my copy of Stalking Jack the Ripper, I can count how many sticky notes I have. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. Okay, hold on. While you talk some more about annotations, I'm going to count my sticky flags in Night Circus. 
I mean, it's if you want to mark it, I shouldn't say don't mark the whole book because that was some people in my English class because they didn't know what to annotate. So they would legit just mark up the entire book in sticky flags and just like make notes to try to make it seem like they knew what they were doing. And I mean, I won't say because like my school books, I do mark to high heaven and for me, I'm okay with doing that. I don't know. Just the books for fun. Like, I don't know how you can do that. She's still counting. We're going to be here a while. <laughs> I'm at 34 right now. <laughs> and how far into the book are you? Um, page 145. <laughs> oh, good gracious. How many did I just say? 34. Okay. We're at 38, 41, 49, 57, 69. I can't. I don't know how you can do that. Like, what do you mark? Okay, well, let's let's look. And I'm not even halfway through. So there's probably over 100 flags, probably closer to 150 or 200 in here. So you probably use like a ream on that whole book. Probably. Thereabouts. So let's see here. In So the, I know the one things that I marked in here were the parts where they talked about where they go to the told from the perspective of the person walking through the circus. I marked those parts because I like those parts. The just some of the iconic like opens at nightfall, closes at dawn, like just because it's iconic and it needs to be marked. A dreamer is one who can find his way by moonlight, and his punishment is that he sees the dawn before the rest of the world. I liked that quote. Just different parts where, you know, Celia's dad is just like, well, this is my life now, dealing with a small child. So you, Mark, kind of similar to me. It's just you like everything. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. Like... Why did I mark this? I don't know. See what I mean? You don't even know why you mark things. Yeah, I don't know why I marked that, but I marked that. <laughs> like where the one of the characters dies, I marked that. Something about someone proving a point. I don't know. Like, I just, I'm all over the place. <laughs> and I think it's just because, like, for some odd reason, when I'm reading it, I'm like, yes, I want to go back to this. But then when I go back to it for some stuff, I'm just like, why was this important to me again? Like, why did I mark this? Ignoring the fact that you marked it in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, yeah, it's a very I, random system. I think that's system. also the difference between, it's really easy to please you and it's harder to please me. Yes. Yeah. And especially with, like, some of my favorite books, like, it is very easy for me to be like, I'm marking the whole book because I love the whole book. You know what I mean? Whereas for you, you're very like discerning on like, okay, I need to to mark this and only this. Yeah. Whereas me, I'm just like, she said a funny word. I'm going to mark. <laughs> she said a funny word. <laughs> this was funny. I'm going to mark that. <laughs> like, I, I'm just very, I'm very chaotic when it comes to marking my books and and maybe that's why I don't do it very often because I'm just I'm all over the place like I really am and it's not good <laughs> probably 
<laughs> Probably. Probably, but who knows? No, what was, why don't you like, why didn't you like sticky flags in your books for the longest time? I don't know. I think there was just the thing about them sticking out of the book that bothered, like, because when I, like, especially for the books that I have multiple copies of, like Night Circus, this copy that has the flags in it, it sits with the flags out. Like, I, I guess I just don't like the idea of bending the flags on the shelf weird yeah i'm very weird like and this there are some and honestly there are some books that i think i'm going to take the flags out of like that i flagged for like episodes of the podcast or you know when we did some stuff for the blog that kind of thing there are some books that i marked up that i think i'm going to kind of remove those flags because they weren't you know what I mean? Like, I am i don't need them anymore. Like, I'm keeping the book, but I don't need the flags. Yeah, that's fair. Fair's fair. I mean, it's not for everybody. So, like, you know, you don't have to annotate if you don't want yeah, to. Yeah, you don't have to. And I mean, I think I'm kind of the, the epitome of you don't have to annotate to read, you know, or, or to read well. It's for some people, it helps. And for some people, it doesn't or it's just annoying. And, you know whatever works for you honestly is yeah like if something resonates with you and you know you're going to want to come back to it yes then sure annotating is for you that's how it is for me i'll find like quotes or something that's very meaningful and that resonates with me from a book so i'll mark it but that's not for everybody yes i feel like you're the one who can find quotes that resonate with you a lot better than i do yeah like, when I annotate, it is definitely, like, just things I like or things I find amusing. Well, I, or... I think that also deals with our personalities because compared to the two of us, you are more the talker. Right. And for me, I am the silent one. But when I speak, my words are meaningful and powerful. Right. So words, for me, hold a lot more meaning than they necessarily do for you. Yeah, it's that kind of concept. Because, honestly, I think out of all of mine... It's more maybe I like the way something was said when I do a quote, but like for the most part, it's really the situations or the characters or this was funny or this is an iconic part of this book. Like, you know, it's that kind of thing as opposed to you being like, you know, I have this quote that I adore. Yes. All right. Well, that is about all the time that we have for today's episode. We hoped that you enjoyed listening to us talk about how we annotate our books. Hopefully it gives you, you know, some tips if you want to start annotating or if you don't. Hey, like I said, you don't have to. It's only if you want. And then, of course, if you like the episode, if you like us, if you like what you've been listening to, please consider sharing the episode with your friends. It really would help us to grow the show. And if you don't want to, hey, that's fine, too. But it would really help us out. And then what are we going to be talking about next time? That is a good question. That deserves a good answer. <laughs> yes, it does. We're going to talk about the Bronte murder theory. Ooh, all right. Well, we will see you guys next time then. Bye. Bye.